The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, I'm John Williams, and welcome to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Recognize that one? That's a little tune I came up with called the Olympics. That's the John That's Williams tune. joint. We're Theme. coming to you guys, coming to you guys live from Sochi, and oh my, oh, the sidewalk outside my hotel has cracks in it it's so cold here in russia because i didn't know it'd be cold in the winter i'm so fucking over it i'm you get to travel to uh, to all these exquisite places exquisite i meant to say exotic but it's an exquisite place too i just don't there is nothing going wrong in russia right now you are lucky to be there this podcast by the way is brought to you by the russian olympic committee Mm -hmm. go check it out it's great. Everyone's welcome. The best Olympics since ever. Since ever, basically. You're welcome, the world. Sincerely, Russia. Russia has a lot of great features that I think um, journalists are missing when they're complaining about hotel rooms. and. Um, here's, here's what they're missing out. The, lots of affordable real estate. Oh man, you um, just you the, you know what my uh, our new I've been working with the the tourism. Committee, our new uh, slogan is "Room to stretch out." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Room to create your own smaller country inside our country, and where that no, no one, one else will notice. No, no right. one would know for years. That's how Japan got started. I don't know, guys. Like, I feel, obviously Russia's done some pretty shady shit. Putin. I guess I'm not like a huge fan of Putin. <laughs> all things told. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Oh, I get it, Travis. Like, Peyton. I don't like to... F- yeah, god damn it. Peyton. I'm trying to fucking elevate the level of discourse Griffin's on this show. all over great, the place. Great, great, he great, great. over there. He's great, great, in that. great. Putin in that. I just feel like in the opening ceremony, there was, like, this big elaborate thing where they had these five snowflakes, and then they expanded to make the five Olympic rings. Only one of them didn't deploy, and everyone was like, nice try, Russia. Like, guys, it's a, it, was a th- it was one fucking thing. Can you cut them a little bit of slack? Like, shit's not great there. Yeah, they don't have, like... Uh, do you know that to to make this... Do you know how many people they've had to exploit? How many of their humans that they've had to <laughs> grind down into the doorknob metal? Those are people, okay? Those are people. They take They're... the fillings from old women, and they pop them out, and they turn them into gold-plated doorknobs for you sons of bitches. And you're complaining because the water isn't perfectly clear? Oh, sus, I'm sorry. I'm an old Russian grandma. Here, take the rest of my teeth. My gold teeth. They've juiced the citizens to fill, to fill, ice the luge. That's- <laughs> they needed luge lube, and so they just... That's you're saying blood. They reduced their citizens in a hot pan. Nobody that can believe Jamaica. Ah, I hit some gristle. Oh, cool no. runnings. Cool <laughs> runnings too. <coughs> the bone slide. You know they're back. I know they are. Well, cool I mean, not those fic- not those the actors who play. Not Dougie Doug. Wait, no. How can they race again when the sled broke at the end? Well, they didn't die, Travis. They can buy new fucking sleds. That was the whole thing. They didn't die. They got up and they carried their shit. Oh, I just turned it off as soon as the sled broke, and I went, yeah, I get it. I get it. You saw you saw the, the one rail start to wobble, and you're like, oh, these guys are dead. Close. Oh, Exit. Over. Stop. Eject the DVD. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for losers. I'm so excited. We got Olympic fever. Uh, we can't wait for the games to start in earnest. I enjoyed the... Um, <laughs> I enjoyed last night's opening ceremonies because they featured Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Tattoo, uh, apparently, and this is, I'm not joking about this, Tattoo is apparently the only recognizable Russian musical export of 
the modern era, basically. That the, cannot. That Russia cannot has had one right. hit, and it's that tattoo. Can't possibly be right. There's uh, no way that that. Quickly, is true. name me your other favorite Russian cultural export, and wait. Yakov Smirnoff. Yakov nope. Smirnoff doesn't count. That's, okay. that's some some forty one. <laughs> Blink one eighty two lit. The band lit. Lit the band. Who is the, who are those dudes? That did, ooh, ooh, ah, Eve six. Uh, he schooled you on that one, Justin. <laughs> that entire genre was birthed in the motherland. I see. That that wall fell. Boom. It was like bubblegum punk. Wallflowers. Goo Goo Dolls. I don't think any of this is accurate. Matchbox uh, 20. Matchbox. Nah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Matchbox I'll count 20. It. I'll count it. I have a problem when I go out to eat with other people. Once our food comes out, I always eat it too fast. I don't think I'm wolfing down my food, but I'm consistently finished 10 minutes uh, before anyone else in my group. It doesn't seem to bother my girlfriend. We always make jokes when we're out and notice it. However, when I'm out with less intimate friends, particularly professional business contacts, I feel rude finishing well ahead of them. Should I? Am I unwittingly putting my dining partners on a kind of mild blast by eating faster than them? If so, how can I slow my roll at restaurants and match the pace of my group? That's from Fast Finisher and Fairfax. Guys, we've been doing this for a long time. You gotta <laughs> throw us some harder questions that cannot be answered with eat slower. <laughs> like we're professionals here. This is this is a you could answer this question with two, maybe two and a half brothers. Here, uh, but oh, let me throw this out because I've been in the. I am also a fast eater. The problem I, is, I, I might I might suggest the fastest eater. Well, I have been described as looking like I'm afraid someone's going to take my food bowl away. But <laughs> but the problem is is that sometimes you're going and you think you're pacing yourself. You think you're going slow and you look up and like they haven't even started. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it. So what I do is I wait 10 minutes, let everyone else start eating. And then I make it a pace <laughs> to see if I can catch up. You can mad start in fairness's sake. Yeah. All right. I'm going to spot you fools 10 minutes. You guys go ahead. No, no, no. It's fine. I'll catch up. Yeah, the go freight ahead. trains are coming. You know what might be fun? A fun little exercise. Whenever you're out, and this would be really great for like a business associate, would be to mirror them perfectly while you're eating. With so every, every time they take a bite, you take an equally sized bite at literally the exact same time, do the same exact amount of chews, and just keep your eyes fucking locked on them. Just keep it locked. It'll be like one of those theater exercises, like when you're mirroring each other. Or what you can do is you get um, like a big plastic ball and you put it on your plate and you have to push it around uh, to get to the food so you don't eat so fast. That's what you do with dogs who gulp their food down. And I think it works for human beings too in a professional setting. You're at a big business meeting. A plastic ball Mm -hmm. in your food. Yeah, you got to push it around to get to it so you can't eat it too fast. Makes it more of a challenge. You know, for some people, eating has become too easy, and it's just easy to just, like, fly through it. So you need to just provide some challenge. What if you just dump, like, a sickening amount of salt on your food (laughs) to where every bite is, like, a painful trial? It's like a Sisyphean task to choke it down. Would that help? Uh, Or order something you hate. Like, if you actively know you hate pasta, just like, I'll take the pasta dish. Your girlfriend's like, what? But you don't, like, honey, I know. Of all the foods, Travis. I hate pasta. Who hates pasta? I do. Pa- pasta is such a, it's like saying I, I hate bread. Like there's all kinds of different breads. I do bread. hate spaghetti. I mean, I don't actively hate spaghetti, but it's not my favorite. Did you barf it up once? I hate it several times. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that night at the Lake House Cabin. That was a bad night. It's just such a cheap food in college that you're like, we're gonna eat some spaghetti and then party. And it can oh. go out. It can go out wrong holes. It actually prefers to go out wrong <laughs> mm-hmm, holes. Mm-hmm. Um, you eat through your tear ducts. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting spaghetti out your tears. Oh, like man. one of those Play-Doh like hair maker things, and it just pushes out your hair. He partied so hard he noodle cried. It was <laughs> brutal, man. Can you just order more food? 
Get two dinners. That's what I do. Get two dinners. It's, it's, okay, hold on. Sorry. Scratch that. Strike it from the record because if it's something Travis does vis-a-vis the <laughs> consumption of food, then maybe can't decide between the steak dish and the chicken dish. Do not worry, my friend. I do got a solution worry. for you. Is yes an option? How about this? Get work-intensive food like crab claws. How about that? That'll take you a while to get through. Let me throw this out, though. If you're trying to be a professional in a professional setting and you can't control yourself enough to slow down your eating, maybe something that you have to, like, suck and chew on is not the most attractive. Well, you don't mean, how is your crab cracking game if you're just, like, going at it like a fucking our dad, wolf? Our dad, used, our dad, Clint McElroy, you may know him from the radio, uh, he... Uh, would when we were on vacation in in any sort of coastal region, uh, he would always look forward to the night where he would eat at an all you can eat crab place, and it would and the all you can eat crab place would not look forward to. <laughs> it would not. I had his picture up, and we would like literally finish our dinners and then go shopping and come back for that <laughs> later. Good and catch store up for the winter months. But yeah. I think the terrible truth about it is that. With with eating crab claws, you are literally expending as much energy, yeah, to to open them as that you're they're, you're being provided by your body. It's just an endless cycle. There's no getting full because you're just like burning it as unless it comes you in. unless you do it in the Clint McRoy. He he was very like chimpanzee esque in his in his ways. Like he. He, he would he stick could, twigs and sticks in. No, he would just, you. like, jam a finger into the belly of its, like, tummy chitin and then just, like, put his mouth on that hole and then just... And just, like, all of the meat from inside the crab would just, like, shoot into his gullet. He's got... He has a very particular set of skills. You guys want, you guys want Yahoo? Please. Uh, let's... You, I mean, let's just start off with a horse question, because it's, like, what people... What people want. You this know? is our this wreck one, of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's <laughs> what people uh, came to hear. This one was sent in by Joseph Hogland. Thank you, Joseph. It's by Yahoo Answers user Gabby, who asks, I need to steal a horse slash horse gear. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not looking for answers saying, oh, don't do it. It's the wrong thing to do. I just want ideas on how to do it. Okay. So the paddock, it is in have wire fencing and the stable which has tack in it is right next to the stable wow jesus uh this is of course Mm -hmm. from the rear of their property okay so Mm -hmm. how do i tell if they're home like in their house Mm. what should i wear to steal thanks this is easy have we done horse thievery before? I think Wait. we've talked about how difficult it is to steal a horse but we've never like devised a fucking danny ocean plan I question one thing about this question. Uh-huh. Uh, that is this person is in the market to steal a horse or horse gear. It I think seems maybe like I'm, I assumed it was an and. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair. not like I either need a horse or just I don't know, like a saddle I can put on a fence and my own imagination. I mean, as we covered in the last episode, the fucking recurring expenses, the upkeep of a goddamn horse will put you out of house and home. It would mm-hmm. be much, much, much less expensive to just have a saddle. Because you don't have to feed that shit. You can just like keep it in your room. Look at sit it. On it. Sit on a desk chair and make believe. Cause, <laughs> I think all you need to steal a horse is a really big trench coat. And you put wow, that on just the like horse? A, yeah, well, I mean, I figured you horse, could, And then there you, you go. put the trench coat on you. You're a centaur. You're just a centaur, basically. Oh, hello. Oh, you've you've caught me touring your grounds. I hope you don't mind. I'm, I'm looking, looking for, for a, a summer home. I'm looking for a sweet filly to call my mate. <laughs> Please try to ignore the horse face coming out of my stomach. It's a bird. I'm having effect. that removed later. I'm having you it may removed. Be, you may be wondering what happens when a full-blown centaur makes love to a filly. Well, I'll tell you. One quarter human. Three quarters horse, and you'll never guess which quarter it gets. (laughs) One quarter human, three quarters horse, and 100% pleasure. The human butt is what a quarter centaur is. Just the butt? It's a horse of a human butt. Right. It is a lot of stuff. That's a horse of a horrifyingly different color. (laughs) Damn horse, Um, I love them apple bottom 
jeans. <laughs> Stealing a horse slash horse gear. How do we tell if they're home? First you put, well, how do you tell if the horse is home? They don't have a busy life. They're usually <laughs> there. <laughs> I guess he's either out Where's, jumping or he's either jumping or looking for oats. He's got bowling on Wednesdays, but other than that, it's pretty wide open. Pretty, yeah, pretty he's going to join guaranteed. a football team with Tony Danza and lead the team to the. But yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, till yeah, the yeah. spring. Yeah, so you. That's not until like him. 1998. When did that movie come out? <laughs> I actually horse I punters. Mean, I conflated a few movies there. I I conflated horses with the movie where Tony Danza was a garbage man that kicked field goals for the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Let me show you how to kick a kick a football, Tony Danza. Nay. God, if that movie had him being trained by a horse. Why is Tony Danza punting the ball with the back of his foot backwards? Why is Tony Danza on television? Why is why am I watching this movie? Oh, because I'm super high. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. That's right. I remember now. Thanks, Tony D. If those dog, if those dogs from the Incredible Journey could get back, don't you think this horse is going to escape at first, at first, you know, opportunity and run back to their owners? That bond is unbreakable. You can't drive to a different geographical location. What I'm saying is that if you're going to steal a horse from somebody, you it better be glue day one. You better turn it into glue immediately. Otherwise, it's going to run back to well, its own. Well, then why not just steal some glue? <laughs> it seems significantly easier. It does. Yeah, you think that, but I mean, think about your ROI, Travis. You never think about your ROI. You would have to steal a shit ton of glue. Yeah, I mean, and that glue, it's going to be, you got to well, think Well, you about just need a big trench coat. <laughs> hey, guys, listen, a friend of mine is having a baby shower to celebrate them adopting a teenager. Obviously, the traditional diapers and onesies won't work, so I don't know what to get. What kind of present would you get for a baby shower for a teenage boy? <laughs> um, that's from Gmail. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Next question. Please, Kids why you, love that shit, right? Why are you assuming he's not an adult teen baby? He might be. Oh, Christ. I had literally just gotten to a point in my life where I'd forgotten that terminology. Please find out. Do me a favor. Maybe the thing... With Okay, the thing with baby gifts is that the reason people like to do baby showers and people have them and can have them, like can literally have them, is that babies aren't people in the traditional sense in that you could just buy them anything that fits their body. And you're like, hey, you like this now, baby. Handle yeah. it. Handle this bib that has a dinosaur on it because now you like dinosaurs. I can make you like anything I want. Back when I was too young to protest, our parents put like, sports balls around the border of my room like they like yeah. they painted them on there like sports no, no, balls no, 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 no. maybe this right. will take purchase in our maybe baby's <laughs> dumb yeah. brain it is yeah no dice guys it didn't it didn't it doesn't work that way now there's a 13 year old boy maybe you could just get him like the things you would give for a human maybe like get him like a like a gift card like find out like what he card. likes and then like okay, jo okay, Justin, you're talking big game right now. What do teens like? This is a new fun game show that we play only on my brother, you know my brother, what, Griffin, and me. You know what they like to be asked? Just ask them. That's what I'm saying. Just ask them like a person. Like, what is this kid? What like, is this? Does new he like video games? Does he like sports? Does he yeah. like to read? I have a good one. Why don't you get him a a gift gift card to like Auntie Anne's pretzels? Can you just let me finish a sentence? It's just, just that everyone one, likes pretzels. But just the, one sentence. I just want to they finish. like the pretzel. Maybe he's a big pretzel Justin, fan. Justin, I'm sorry. I know you were onto something good there, but I feel like Travis might be onto something better. <laughs> teens love pretzels. Teens love teens love wrapped foods. They love mall camaraderie. I, it's just, uh, it's a weird situation. You want to show this new teen out the gate that you are, like, fucking keyed in. You are cool Uncle Barry or Aunt... Harry it and you want to you want to just like get him a gift and show that you fucking just preternaturally know what teens like because hey I was a teen once I shopped at Hot Topic we were not teens like these teens were teens it's we I didn't know. have cell phones or internet it has there's no connection my flappy bird was was Jesus Christ <laughs> what you know flappy you know flappy bird the game yeah. Flappy Bird, the energy yeah, the, like that teens are putting into that, I put into Jesus Christ at church camp and stuff. Maybe give him a gift certificate to church camp. Or Flappy Bird. This is a real pickle you're in. I'm going to stick with Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and let's just go on to another question. 
Okay. Uh, let me ask you guys. Do, when do Yu-Gi-Oh we... cards is an investment, you know? It's like a fucking... <laughs> you're buying that kid bonds. It's like a bond. You're basically buying him stocks and bonds. This is for your future. Don't look at it. I mean, do look at it because I do need someone to play with. How about a Yahoo? Yeah, Yahoo would be great. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Kyle Foreman. Thank you, Kyle. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bialo, who asks... How to shave mustache, 14-year-old. I am beginning to notice that my mustache is starting to stand out more, and I want to get rid of it. I have never done this in my life, so shaving would be new to me. I want my mustache completely gone. No mustache hairstyle, please. <laughs> All right, here's my mustache status. Color, black. Size, relatively small. Health, 100. <laughs> Defense, 62. What's your what's your mustache's stamina? Yu-Gi-Oh summon points three. Uh, <laughs> how do you shave? My mustache is low on mana. My brother has all these shaving cream and razor. I am going to borrow his. Please list the steps and tips on how to shave. Like should I stroke up or down or side or wet the mustache or shave it dry? Whoa, buddy! Holy oh my yeah. god! All you need to know is do it with reckless abandon. Oh guys, I'm, I am experiencing like a, a little bit of almost like paternal pride because this question was asked five years ago i'm just now realizing so bialo probably has his mustache shaving game on point or maybe he doesn't because nobody answered his question <laughs> he's he, now but no one calls him bialo anymore they call him scarface man scarface but scar lip <laughs> lipless jim lipless joe um uh, additional details. Edit. If I shave my mustache, will it grow thicker? I don't yeah. like that. I won't cut it then. Oh, man. You're yeah. going to commit to just having a weird wisp of hair above your lip for your entire life? Yeah, just one. understand. If I were to ever shave it, I would it would only become more powerful. <laughs> um, if I strike it down. I don't think we've done shaven tips before. And I imagine we have some pretty hot ones. We all have different... See, I use the safety razor and, and do the wet shaving thing. I'm not sure that that's what I would recommend for a first timer. It seems like a fairly advanced move. Or for somebody who doesn't have like a half hour to kill every day. I My trick, honest to God, I just do it in the shower and I do it as fast as I possibly fucking can. And Eyes closed, just shaking in the corner. No, no, no. <laughs> I, ha I, get a, I get out of my ceremonial wazai kishi and I just do a quick few quick uh, slashes across my face. And uh, and chest, because that's important. You know if, what? Why not now at 14 start rolling up to the barber and getting that like hot lather? <laughs> oh my god! And just like sit down in the chair and be like, "Take care of it, Steve. Go ahead, Ernie. Do your worst." Hey, I got it's a my Yu-Gi-Oh customer, Ricky. Ricky, you getting your new Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean that it, we're basically describing Rushmore at this point. Basically, right? yes. Like, yeah. I remember my first shave. Do you? And it kind of bumps me out that you don't have anybody in your life that can do this for you, Bialo. You, you have an older brother, Bialo. You said he's got all kinds of shit. Yeah. Why are you not get what? It, what is it about your brother's shaving game that has made him an unreliable source at this point in your life? <laughs> oh no 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 no! Not like that. <laughs> he only does one half of his face at a time, and I can't imagine that's right. My brother has shaved a reverse Fu Manchu on his face. <laughs> it's like he starts at the back of his head and works forward, and I, I don't know much, but... He's using acid. Is that right? Is that good? You can always bleach it, so it's just... Bleach it, sure. Yeah, we'll throw that's it out. a great look. If it's, if it, especially if it grows in, you know, full and selicky, and then you have dark black hair, but then like a bleach blonde mustache. Mm -hmm. That's actually a really great and bold look. Um, I'm just saying that we're living in a time in which mustaches are coming back into vogue, and Bialo, I say you fucking leave. I into don't it. think for 14 year olds I, it is in vogue. I think you. Well, if be. he starts now, he can be Sam Elliott in like 20 years. You're and saying you gotta okay, but what start? Like starts what? We also don't know. <laughs> we don't know what this guy's voice sounds like. So what if in 20 years? Fuck it. What if in Three years, he has a full-blown Sam Elliott stash, but he's like, hey, guys, what's up? It's me, Bialo, your buddy. 
Yeah, check out my sweet legends are made in the Wild West. They're not born. You can't just become a legend. You, you <gasps> Let me tell you to... about Ghost Rider. Okay, don't start shaving, but do start eating cigars. If you have okay. that kind of voice mustache combo, you basically legally have to be obsessed with balloons and bubbles. Mm. <laughs> I love them. I, I love my I, bounty friends. It upsets people how into balloons I am, and also I have this crazy mustache. Let me walk uh, you through the Romans road. Guys, Jesus' love is just as hip now as it was. <laughs> the red bead represents his blood. The black balloon represents your sin. We've all got that right. Maybe you were, maybe you were a little short with your younger brother when he wanted to play with one of your toys, or... You looked at a magazine you weren't supposed to. Well, let's pop this black bubble. That's what the love of Jesus is going to do. Let's all bow our heads in prayer. While I while I brush my mustache tenderly. <laughs> See, any kids have a mustache brush? Bialo is the weirdest 17-year-old. Let's get paid. Guys, Valentine's Day is... Uh, uh, I'm talking to guys as in you too. Uh, this message is for both men and women. Anybody who has a special Valentine, they uh, they want to get something for it. By the time you're listening to this, you only have five days left till Valentine's Day. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You we can do our, it. We did our best. We did our best. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I what, Also, when I said five, I meant four. What's up? I forgot we were recording on Saturday. How's your week? Oh, you're obsessed with this now? Don't worry. We've got you. You're going to go to proflowers.com, and you're going to get one dozen long-stemmed. So you don't see a lot of short-stem roses, do you? People oh, don't boutonnieres. Boutonnieres. Assorted roses with a premium fuzz and gourmet chocolates, gourmet. Chocolates for twenty nine ninety nine or double the roses. You want to really prove you love this person? Get them two dozen long stem roses and the premium vase and the chocolates for $10 more. Can you imagine that? They sent us some flowers to like let us check them out and I guess take them for a test drive. And they are beautiful. I smell everyone. And I'm everyone. reading this. I smelled everyone. I tasted them. Strong color. Good they, finish. They weren't made of pipe cleaners. No, so. they were not <laughs> fake at all. But like $40 for two dozen long stem roses that come in a vase and chocolates. You guys it's have to stop balls. saying vase. <laughs> You're killing me inside. It's Here's the jingle person. song that I wrote for Pro Flowers. <laughs> it's about how shitty my brothers are being to me right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure both are correct. Mm -hmm. And I think in the UK, they would say vase. It's very European. Um. It, the delivery is really quick and 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 easy, so it's not too late to get them in time for Valentine's Day. It's very convenient. Um, you uh, the the flowers are guaranteed to last seven days, so they won't be like those fucking flowers that you buy at Sam's Club that are rotten and stinky by the time you get them home. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's definitely gonna come on Valentine's Day, guaranteed. Uh, so. It's it's great. You're gonna go to here's what you're gonna do. Okay, this is the only way to get the deal. Gonna go to proflowers. Gonna go to proflowers. Dot crime. And then you're gonna wonder what letters are in that. Don't think about that. Just spell it with your heart. Uh, you're gonna go to proflowers.com and there's like a blue microphone in the upper right hand corner, and you're gonna type my brother, all one word. Proflowers.com. Click on the microphone. Type in my brother, all one word. Do it today. The deal is only around while they have the supplies for it. And Valentine's Day is Friday. So, like, don't be an idiot. Just take care of it right now, and then you'll be done. And you can use that code. And they're going to, Pro Flowers are going to think we're powerful. They'll keep sending us flowers just because they'll be so, you know, proud of us <laughs> for doing such a good job. And let me throw this out just real quick. Maybe you're one of those uh, people that sits there and goes, I don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day or I don't have a significant other at this point. You know, why don't you send some to your parents or to a Ooh. friend and just say, like, happy Valentine's Day. I love you. I like I'm that. Not, it's not a romantic thing. I'm just taking this opportunity to say you're great and I appreciate just you. Just buy the flowers so we look good. Could you do yeah, it for us? really. Long story short, just spend the fucking money. Please. 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 We need this. 
Um, my, guys, my brother, my brother and me is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. It's a super easy to use set of tools that help you make a fucking sexy website for Oof. whatever you want. They don't, here's the thing, they give you the tools, but then they're not like, you have to make a fan site of the song Smooth by Carlos Santana. But you can Rob if you Thomas. want to. You can if you want to, but they don't like put those restrictions on you. You can freestyle it. Um, they have a support team that's available for 24 seven. Uh, they have a, a brand new logo generator, so you can design a logo for, for your site, maybe a fav icon. Uh, and you can you can start a trial with no credit card and start building the website today. So uh, go to squarespace.com. You can use the offer code my brother, all one word, my brother, to get ten percent off your first purchase. So that's uh, that's Squarespace. It's everything you need to to create an exceptional website. You Did you guys know they fucking they advertised on the Super Bowl the same week they advertised on my brother, my brother and me. It's basically Kinda the like, same thing. Kind of running the board right now, aren't you, Squarespace? You're kind yeah. of like in charge of shit right now. You have all your key demos covered, sportsos <laughs> and non-sportsos. <laughs> Everyone in the world uses Squarespace now because yeah. they got everybody. Uh, I got a message for Emily from Artomar, Bernard, Triscuit, and Krang. Okay, guys, come on. I, th I think these are animals, Justin. I think these are made up. I think they're pets. Omar says, I'm a jerk, bark, bark, bark. Bernard says, ghost noises, scamper, scamper. Triscuit says, is it cool if I pee here? No? Cool, I'm going to anyway. Art says, Merry Christmas a month ago. Happy anniversary a few weeks ago, and please remember to buy more chocolate milk. I think 2014 is the year we'll finally be happy. Ooh, Art. Ooh. A lot of stuff in that. Here's, wow. a, here's a fun game. Only one person in that collection is a human, and you'll never guess which one. Spoiler, it's Triscuit. <laughs> Triscuit's, Triscuit's that's his name Christian of, name yeah and he has oh, he has bladder control problems and that's not Triscuit's fault is it uh, is it he nope. went to he went to Bonnaroo one year and he got chronic prostatitis <laughs> and now he just goes now he just goes and goes and goes so happy everything to Emily and whichever one of you is a person thank you for purchasing an ad on our program Unless a dog purchased it, in which case, that would be pretty cool, too. That would be really neat. Get that dog on Ellen now. Yeah, please. Any other messages, Trav? Uh, this one is for uh, Peter Bastion, and it's from Krista Heiner. Uh, and it says, Dear Pete, it's me, your loving girlfriend, Krista. No, not the loud, mostly toothless cat that lives here. That's Tony. I'm your human roommate. Anyway, happy birthday. I wish you an adventure-filled year. Love, Krista and Tony. P.S. This shout-out was totally my idea. Tony just added his name at the last second because he forgot to get you a gift. Fucking classic Tony. Fucking Tony. Tony? He's been freeloading <laughs> off you guys. Listen, you guys need to sit Tony down. And have a very frank talk with him about yeah. his place in your life from now on. But the problem is, Griffin, like, he's one of those friends that's, like, shitty, shitty, shitty. But then, like, when you really need him, it's like, oh, there he is with a six-pack because you had a bad day. It's like, yeah. hey, thanks, Tony. That's cool of you. Oh, wait, no, or Tony, they call him. Oh, that's Tony's six-pack. God damn it, Tony. Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> Bringing in them high lives. Classic fucking Classic Tony. Classic fucking Tony. What up, doe? It's your boy, Jasper Red co-host of the goose down along with kimberly clark and some of y'all might be asking yourself what the hell is the goose down it's a comforter food and we want y'all to climb underneath it with us and snuggle up so we can find your ears and things so come check us out at maximumfun.org also available on itunes jill our very first guest bert uh, in, in a delightful portmanteau created by my youngest brother, Griffin, uh, is Cameron Esposito, who is uh, an expert in many things. She's the host of Wham Bam Pow on the Maximum Fun Network and also Put Your Hands Together, another podcast for you to enjoy. Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, Cameron Esposito. Hi, guys. Hi, Cameron. Uh, a genuine pleasure. Um, do you know I have two sisters? Do you know that about me? I didn't know you that. You bunch of brothers. Did we sort of steal your game? Did we like, were you like a day away from publishing My Sister, My Sister and Me? And then we were like, hold up, let me chomp that real quick. Right, first I was pissed when Sister, Sister came on the air, cause I was. And then you were pissed when Sister, Sister went off the air. Yeah. Uh -huh. like, no, too it. soon. Too and then young. Sister, Sister, Sister came on the air and you're like, what are you doing at this point? Like, what Cameron, is Cameron, you should, 
you, you should absolutely still do that, and then we will come <laughs> and we will take everything. Uh, or joint podcast, like the band, you know, the band, the band, and it could be my brother, my brother, my brother, my sister, my sister. Is that funny? Like just saying a bunch let's of words. Let's get all. Of, let's get all of our parents. Yeah, to I mean that's that's gotta happen. Number one, I'm de- I my parents are currently married, but um. You have a plan in mind <laughs> if you needed to set it into action. You know the right, like, words to, like, put that seed. Yeah, you just say, I'm gay. And then, bam, divorce. <laughs> and they're gone. Bye, parents. <laughs> you do. Speaking of being gay, which you are. I am. Uh, I'm a homosexual. You're an expert <laughs> on uh, uh, gays and their pr- uh, portrayal in the media. We have lots of questions about that. Uh, and here is one right now. Sometimes rumors will come up about actresses or musicians uh, that are private about their personal life and possibly being gay. In circles I ran in at the very least, the people discussing the matter are very supportive of whatever floats their particular boat, but it still seems to me like they should mind their own business. Does this behavior cross a line, or should I just untwist my panties? Ugh. And please. That's from clever name don't, here. Please don't ever use that word again. First, of all. oh boy, yeah, you want to talk about offensive? <laughs> is, it, is it is it worse if the panties are twisted or untwisted? Justin puts for you guys. Justin puts some weird English on that particular ball <laughs> that it makes it like just completely unpalatable. My I sneak a U in there somewhere. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Forced. Um, I have a actually a pretty strong reaction to this, and it's not necessarily PC, as it were, um, but uh, I I think that people should be out. I just think that people should be out, especially if they are. Um, I don't know what gay rumors really means in this particular things in this particular question. It's the album Rumors covered by a, a, a gay ABBA cover band. <laughs> wait, ABBA? No, wait, Fleetwood Mac. ABBA, Everyone start over. Start the up. podcast over. Start the podcast over. <laughs> Episode one. Hi, welcome my brother, my brother and me. We know who ABBA is. We definitely know who Fleetwood Mac is. It, it seems to me like the question asker is saying, like, if somebody said, I heard Zachary Quinto is gay, and they're like, oh, what? No way. He, he's never said that before. And they'd be like, I swear he is. I heard it from such and such. It's really funny that this person thinks that the actors, I mean, I wonder if this person is in the industry, only because if not, I love how, what a sensitive soul that they're worried about these actors. What if it gets back, what if it gets back to Quinto? What if I'm ever in a picture with him? And it's like, I, I heard you were talking shit. What's your deal? Hey, is this Danny? Listen, it's uh, John Travolta, Johnny T. Listen, I heard Dan down at Mycroft's was talking about whether I was gay or not. I heard some they pretty good goofs you did know. about my masseuse. Guess what? Face Off 2 is canceled. You were going to be in it. I was going to take <laughs> your face. They will never know. Um, I think that the reason, the reason I think that, I think that people that are involved in same-sex relationships or that are having some sort of same-sex sex need to say that they are because this needs to stop being a rumor. I, I hate that it's something that's still, like, for instance, the word that people use in, um, like, in magazines and stuff when somebody comes out, so often it'll say, like, such and thus finally admits that they're gay. Now, the only other, <laughs> thing, yeah. the only other things that we admit to doing are bad things. It's like That's you true. admit to stealing from your mother. You admit to that one time where you cut your sister's bangs too short when you were a child and you told your mom that actually your sister cut her own bangs too short. You know, no so, one admits to being valedictorian. <laughs> so I, I, I think that we just have to change this whole tone. And um, if you are at your house talking to your friends about whether or not any particular actor is gay, I think, number one, that's totally okay. I don't know what damage that could possibly do to them. Um, these are actors. They have, like, if that's who you're talking about, if you're talking about success, successful musicians and actors, these are not generally teenagers, um, although some of them are. Uh, and they're not generally people that still live with their parents and rely on their parents for money. And they're not generally people that are going to be like ostracized by a religious community. Like the, the reasons not to out people are if that person needs to be protected. And like Queen Latifah doesn't need to be protected. I think it can affect your jobs though. That's why people right. still don't because it's like people worry, well, can everybody take uh, Zachary Quinto seriously as a Vulcan that feels no emotions? <laughs> If he's a gay person. <laughs> is I, I almost feel like the only way you can 
pull it off is if you like it, the only reason that it would be acceptable is if you're keeping everything about your private life a secret. Like you show up to set, you do your acting, and then you just disappear. You're ghost, so nobody knows anything. So then it's not like you're trying to keep a secret. It, everything. I am so glad that you said that. That is like the that is so astute, and I know that was like a little bit of a joke, but I don't know if you guys remember when Jodie Foster got out on stage Ugh. at the Golden Globes and like came yeah. this close to saying that she was gay, but instead it was just like, as we all know, I wear winky Birkenstocks or whatever you know. Like, Somewhere yeah. in her freestyle jazz odyssey of a speech, she sort of if touched. You rearrange on it. all the first letters. Yeah, it's but fun. she named every other because she kept saying, "I like to keep my private life private." But then she named. She was like, "But my mother's middle name is this, <laughs> and I had this for breakfast." Here's my kids. Why don't you show their faces? You know, like I mean. Her private life is not private, so it's it is hard when it's the only thing somebody wants to keep private. I have another question. Yeah. Wait, we can't address my concerns. Yes, we're addressing your concerns. Thank you. Is Macklemore's same love offensive? Is it the thought that counts? <laughs> what about his Grammy performance? How should I feel about this? And this is from me, Travis McElroy, sitting over here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Hey, sometimes from- we all need advice. <laughs> and I don't know how to feel about this whole Macklemore issue. I love how you say his name. Can you say that again? Macklemore? Yeah. No, that was great. How is, this, is it supposed to be Macklemore? I prefer to think of it as like Mac and then like the French word for love. Oh, that is beautiful. Mac- Same Lamore, you know? Boys, gentlemen, that song makes me insane. You guys just picked all the... Um, I sound like a very negative person, but I... I any song that is saying that it is in favor of you uh, having rights that starts with like a one minute explanation of how when that person thought they might be like you, they cried a lot. is <laughs> really tough to get behind. Like, okay, I will other... agree that in that context, it's pretty cut and dry. Think about other civil rights songs. Can I, can I read the first line? Of the song, because I, I I sort of got it. I probably have only heard this song once, and um, I'm more of a you know rhythm man. I listen to the beats instead of the words, so this is very striking to me. When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay because I could draw. My uncle was, and I kept my room straight. That's sort of like kind of a crazy like series of evidences that she used to come to that conclusion. I know you was eight years old. And and maybe that was like enough for you back then, but that's kind of crazy. And I in third think... grade, I thought that I was gay because I liked apples and I saved up about a dollar fifty for my allowance. Uh huh. And I did my chores. <laughs> and, and people that are defending this song, that's what they say too. They're like, "Oh, he's talking about how absurd it is to think that you're gay." But then the next line is like, "So right after I thought I was gay for all of these reasons." Like, you wouldn't believe how dehydrated I was from the amount of laying on the floor and crying I did. Like, I was so sad. And it's tough. I mean, if any, if any of the uh, great anti-war uh, songs from the 1970s, you know, those songs are about, like, let's keep the peace here. It's not like... I thought maybe I was going to get drafted. And I was (laughs) really sad about that. (laughs) But these other guys got killed. Anyway, let's take care of them. You know, like it's... It's a really messed up way to start a song. I thought I thought I had a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, he references... There's a line that says... uh, have you read the YouTube comments lately? Which I think should be a staple of all oh, important uh, social movement-based songs. Well, and when he did this performance at the Grammys, CBS did not bleep the F word, which I'm not even going to say on your podcast because I don't say that word, but it is a, it is a word that is, that is slung at homosexuals. And right. uh, he said it on CBS. No big deal. They probably say it on like two broke girls every episode, <gasps> though, so... <laughs> think of the equivalent to that i mean nobody's allowed to say the n-word in the middle of a grammy performance where people are getting married around them right well that's a pretty specific set of circumstances (laughs) (laughs) you know what it made me really sad also is that the the refrain of this song is also sung by a lesbian 
And it's taken from a song that she, Mary Lambert's, like the song that this is taken from is really beautiful and kind of balanced. It's a love song. And in the way that it's dropped into here, it's like, the, you know, the lyrics are, I can't change even if I wanted to, even if I tried. And I think that especially after like somebody saying like, hey, I thought I was gay, I cried. And then like cue the lesbian being like, trust me, if I could not be gay, I would. <laughs> now see, okay, so because this actually ties into our last question here, Macklemore, I think uh, you can obviously, it's surpri- surprising from someone that wears such large fur coats, he was lacking in the tack department. But uh, I think his intention was probably came from a good place. Um, our next question asker says, how do we combat homophobia in online video gaming communi- communities? It's, and I, I would est- extend that to all online communities, honestly, because internet, um, and encourage LGBT representation in, uh, in, in video games. And I, and I think Macklemore's song was, was probably trying to address this issue. I can't believe he didn't fix it with a pop song. Uh, but but how can we how can we uh, how can we make things better? I mean, number one, I don't play video games. So yeah, are there gay yeah. characters? Sure. Yeah. I mean, not in like, not in like Call of Duty. I don't think. Like, not in like the big. Well, I mean, those are all gay characters. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's Here's funny when a gay though. person calls somebody gay as an insult, isn't it? Mm. Um, <laughs> It seems to me like the only ones I can think of, it's it's usually like a joke. It's usually like, hey, here's a flamboyant. No, wasn't there yeah. a character like that in, in Grand Theft Auto 4? Oh, I'm sure there were all kinds. But, like, I don't want to paint with a pretty broad brush. Like, there absolutely are. And it definitely is getting better as, like, more and more people make these games. And, like, it becomes a more inclusive medium in, in general. Um, is this person talk- talking about, though, like, slurs that might be slung in yes. online Video yes. gaming communities? Well, video game communities and video game fictional characters are two completely different ideas because, like, I don't know, in, right. indie, indie developers are making some pretty cool games that are sort of tackling these sure. issues in a really uh, responsible and even-handed Let's way. Let's limit the question, maybe, to just online communities. That's better. That be? I like that. Is that good? Yeah. Like, yeah, homophobia in general. Like, I don't know. It's really weird for me when someone comes from that perspective because, like, I almost feel like you need, like, hours of time to, like, change their whole sort of, like, worldview if they don't see the immediate problem. But do you know what's crazy about it to me is that it almost seems like it's a poor translation in that the words that they're saying, they don't mean them in that way. They mean them in, like, the most base derogatory, just as a set of derogatory words. Yeah, no, they're not using it. They're not using it in a, like a like a descriptive nature. Like they're not yeah. like <laughs> saying it like, "This is what I think you are." It's it's like an expletive for for those people. Right. So that's why I'm wondering if rather than try to fix them, we just set up a different language of like okay. a whole new set of words that Listen, doesn't offend I, anyone. You're talking have- about like the Battlestar Galactica sort of crap. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> The, so the, to understand your point, Travis, you definitely still want the malice behind these words to be there. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Cameron Esposito, solve homophobia. <laughs> well, the one thing that I... Uh, this does relate to rep to Macklemore. I'm going to tie it all in. <laughs> I, a nice Macklemore one, bow on it. I, for one, am pretty... And it also, it actually goes back to that first question that, that we talked about, too. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty done uh, with hearing um, straight men, specifically, because it often comes from straight men. I know, I think straight men are the scaredest of the idea that they might be gay. Um, and I think that comes from fear of butt sex. I have a whole treatise about it. You can read it nowhere. Um, <laughs> but I think that straight men are, are the scaredest of people thinking that they're going to be gay. And I feel like that is something that if there are any men that listen to this podcast, which I'm sure there's two to three. There's one um, two. Yeah. You know, that you could just uh, work on letting go of that fear within yourself. That's really how we're going to solve homophobia. Because religion doesn't really cover it. You know, I don't want to get married in a church. And it's not like tradition that's really the problem because many people are divorced. It's really this fear that I think a lot of guys still carry, that somebody's going to come up to them while they're in middle school as an adult and call them gay and push them into a locker. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you just got to make peace with that. 
I mean, Macklemore taking his time to say that, like, hey, he understands what it is to be gay because he used to think he was gay is not the same as just saying, I actually totally don't know what you guys are going through um, because I am not gay, but hey, I'm just an advocate for look, you. Look, look, I get it, okay? I cleaned my room when I was eight. Look, I get it, okay? <laughs> Listen, my uncle, I totally get it. I have one more question, Cameron, before we let you go, and this is one from just from me. We had Dan Savage on our show a long time ago, and he said um, queer a lot, and I just wanted to ask you if that was okay to say now, or what is the status update on that? I'm going to status update you on queer uh, so hardcore right now. Thank queer, you. completely fine to say, if you are saying it in a positive way. You can't call I would, I queer, only would. But you can... You can't be like, you're queer, but you can be like, you're queer. <laughs> Do you, did you get that? Yes. <laughs> can you give me yes. those intonations queer. just one more time? <laughs> just one more time. What if I use it in the- He's like, you're queer, versus like, you're queer. What about in the in- interrogative sense? Like, you're queer? Yeah, no, you can definitely do that. That actually is great, because it's kind of open-ended, and there's like a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like a cockney flair? So like, hey, governor, you're queer. Well, I think- <laughs> I don't- but you got. But he fell off the roof at the end of it. <laughs> Cameron, this is important. Can we use it? Can we just have fun with it, like we've been doing for the past sixty seconds? Can I do it in a baby voice? <laughs> you can use queer anytime you would use LGBT. Okay. Because GLBT or LGBT or whatever it is is kind of like a '90s term. Like whenever I hear that, I always think of like really wide leg jeans and like a backwards. Um, newsboy cap, you know, like... You think of JNCO, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yes. Queer is, like, a much more asymmetrical haircuts, mm. like, mustaches on men mm-hmm. and women, and granola. It's, like, a little bit more of an update. It's a term. pair of boot-cut jeans from Express. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, Cameron Esposito, thank you so much for joining us. We sure appreciate you taking the time. Uh, uh, again, you're on Wham Bam Pal. You are uh, on Put Your Hands Together. What What else do you do, Cameron? Twitter? Do you tweet? Tweet? Yeah, at Cameron Esposito. And I guess my final question for you guys would be just like, do you think we solved it? You know, Macklemore set it up and we spiked it. Cameron <laughs> Esposito, thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. You too. Uh, you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, please. Yes. This Yahoo is sent in by Julie Martin. Thanks, Julie. It's by Yahoo Answers user Amber K, who asks, how would you describe a food court to someone who has never been to one? Oh, God, good question. I have to describe a food court in French for homework in four to six sentences, since apparently food corks are an American thing. Uh, you fucking thing. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. I want to get some chicken nugs and some sparrows in the same bite. Uh, how would you describe a food court to someone who doesn't know what one is? It doesn't have to be in French. I will do that. All I have so far is a place where several restaurants are that people go to eat after shopping. I mean, you kind of got it. Well, okay, there. wait, hold on, hold on. That's a ridiculous question. And like, how do I describe uh, snow? I all I've got so far is it's frozen water that falls from the sky and accumulates on the ground. But well, I mean, no, also wait, you, I, she's I, done nothing to capture the spirit of the food. Okay, fair the magic enough. of it. And she's also sort of mischaracterized it, I think, because like, you don't always go to the food court. Sometimes the food court is a dining destination. <laughs> oh, I see. It's Sometimes not a, that's your sole purpose. It's not a pit stop. If in between fucking Suncoast and and the Sunglass Hut, like sometimes it's just sort of why you went to the mall. Okay, so let's do some flavor text to make it like that much. So it's like in a world. Imagine, where- imagine stepping into the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. except <laughs> instead of a bunch of shitty stuff like fruit and trees and everything, you could reach out your hand and pluck a some Chick-fil-A. This is the you can, food court. You can eat at the Big Loafer. You can eat at, at uh, Orange Panda Express. Mm. Other people probably don't know what the Big Loafer is, do they? I love that no. you guys are have moved on uh, away from beautiful Huntington, West Virginia, the greatest little city in this nation of ours, and yet your your images of malls and food courts are still indelibly Pretty locked much. to Huntington, West uh, so Virginia. So big, big Loafer, I guess... It, how do you describe a big loafer to someone who has never been to one? Easy. Pepperoni rolls, and that's it. What do you got? Soda and pepperoni rolls, you in? 
Like, uh, fuck yeah, I'm in Big Loafer. Thanks for the evite. I think also next to the Big Loafer was the specialty popcorn store. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, Caramel Corn with a K was the name of that store. And that and it burned down. The, the, the Big Loafer. It was the best smelling fire basically ever. And also the loudest. The Big Loafer it has a thing called the Big Loafer that you can buy there. Uh, yes, it is made of meatloaf. And it also has uh, cookies that are filled with chocolate and pepperoni rolls. So I guess just translate that to French. Jamie Oliver, when he was shooting the TV show Fat City in Huntington, West Virginia, uh, he went to the Big Loafer, realized that he had failed his It's a Wonderful Life-esque angel mission, and then just like pulled the ripcord and went back to heaven and disappeared on the spot. The now this I want to warn you about the the sandwiches at Big Loafer. They're a little pricey at five dollars. Yeah. Wow, um, really? Yeah, that that well, that's what the Big Loafer is going to cost you. I uh, because I love you guys. I looked up this quick story on the Herald Dispatch about the Big Loafer, and here's a quote from the guy who runs Big Loafer. I've estimated that about forty percent of the people who have walked by our restaurant have never tried it. Michael Burdick said. <laughs> A $5 investment in a sandwich is a lot if you don't know what you're getting. But once people have tried our food, 999 out of 1,000 are going to go, wow. They find it's a great value for their Wow, am I going to have diarrhea for a month? No, 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 no. What have I done? What have I done? $5 for this? I've got to call my wife. If I wanted to get diarrhea, I could probably get it for like 65 cents. If I spent my money wisely, god damn it. This is a, a, a great comment on the fatalistic nature of many West Virginians that they would actually think, wait, I'm going to put it into my body? I'm not going to pay $5 for that. <laughs> I'm just um, going to turn it I, into What pooping. kind of life are you living where you think of buying a sandwich as an investment? Yeah, it's a five dollar investment in finding out of this sandwich place. Well, maybe that big loafer is going to give you the calories that you need to think of invent Facebook too, the sequel to Facebook. If you go to Huntington, don't go to Big Loafer. I don't know what's wrong with you. Stop it! You have to stop it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to our Big Loafer fan cast, the Loaf Bros. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hope you had a a loafly time. Uh, we <laughs> we want to thank those of you guys. This was a this was a big episode for us. Yeah, yeah. Was there was big. no loafing here. Is we were just going for it. Uh, we should drop this loaf and let people listen to it. Okay. Well. No, wait, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, thank you to people tweeting about the show, like Hamish Strong, Sarah Mool. Uh, MBMBAM Wisdom is a Twitter account that you should absolutely be following. Um, because it just tweets quotes from our show, and it's it's. Every once in a while, I'll catch myself laughing at it and then feel like a real dickhead. Uh, <laughs> Emily Allen, Joe Smith, Grant S., Sarah Rowland, Alex Robbins, Sonny Webster, James Elliott, uh, Maggie Rossetti, Josh Lang, Chris uh, Traslavinia, um, and so many others. Thank you for recommending our show to your friends and family. It means a lot. And a big thanks to Cameron Esposito for being our first guest for testing out these these choppy waters. Uh, if you have somebody that that you want to see on on the show, we're I mean we're not going to do this every week, I don't think, but um, shoot us an email at at mabimbam at maximumfun.org, and uh, we'll we'll try to we'll try to reach out. We'll try to and make sure to check out, out her show, um, Wham Bam Pow, and put your hands together and all the other awesome maximumfun.org shows. Yeah, like uh, uh, the Goose Down, Sawbones. Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman, there, there's a grip of them, so go check it out. And a big thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's a fine album. Fine, fine album sold where all albums are sold, I guess. And also at Big Loafer. They have also a at Big album. Loafer. Mm-hmm. It's like Starbucks, where they have the albums mm. at the front, but it's only Seattle-based uh, indie rock, so... Uh, and thank you so much for listening to our program. It really means a lot to us. Uh, make sure to join us again next Monday when we'll be back with you. Until then, Griffin has a, a question for you to think about and ponder. Yeah, that. it was sent in by Jeff and Cami or Kami. Thank you, Jeff and Cami or Kami. It's by Yahoo Answers user Williams who asks, How much gum in my pubes is too much? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Justin, what are you doing? I'm uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones. I haven't, I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together. Need a, need a doctor or something? Yes!